Hey, Ziggler Podcasters, this is Blake Lindsay, and I want to offer you a special bonus of some great Ziggler material in a downloadable format just like you're used to with the Ziggler Inspire podcast. Just go to Ziggler.com slash podcast bonus, and you'll find a free download 60 minutes long of Zig's finest stories and a free download of Zig's most inspirational quotes. This is our way of showing you some gratitude and saying thank you for listening to the Ziggler Inspire podcast. We appreciate you. Go to Ziggler.com slash podcast bonus. Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hello there, this is Blake Lindsay, and I want to personally welcome you to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. Today is a great day to learn more about how to build positive, lasting relationships. I really love this quote from Mr. Ziggler. A compliment is verbal sunshine. Have you been spreading sunshine to the people you know? Let's listen to Zig Ziggler Explains. Now, when you start talking about being other people conscious to build relationships, let me tell you one of my favorite stories. Two of England's great prime ministers uh, were William Gladstone and Benjamin Disraeli. Uh, in my time, uh, my two favorites, of course, have been Winston Churchill and Margaret Thatcher. Uh, I just think they're two of the world's great leaders. But anyhow, Gladstone and Disraeli were tremendously effective in their role as prime minister. However, they were totally different personalities. The story is told about this uh, socialite, a titled English woman, who uh, was at a banquet uh, one day with one of those prime ministers and the other one a week or two later. And it was, it was the custom in those days, they always uh, paired them up, man, woman, man, woman. And society demanded that the man and the woman talk to each other. Well, when uh, the lady had had dinner seated next to uh, Mr. Gladstone, somebody asked her the next day, what did you think about uh, Mr. Gladstone? And she said, uh, well, you know, when I listened and talked with him, I became convinced that he had to be one of the brightest, wittiest, best informed, most knowledgeable human beings I have ever seen in my life. It was absolutely astonishing the amount of wisdom and knowledge that this individual had. Later when she had uh, sat next to Disraeli, the same person, well, what do you think about Mr. Disraeli? And she said, you know, I became absolutely convinced that after talking with Mr. Disraeli, that I was one of the wittiest, brightest, <laughs> most pleasant, knowledgeable persons on this earth. Now, let me ask you a question. Had they been running for a public office, which one do you think she would have voted for? No question about it, is there? Which one would she have followed the furthest? Disraeli. Which one did she really think was the smartest? Disraeli, of course, absolutely, because they had put them in front of her. When you get wrapped up in yourself, as some people have an inclination to do, you really do make a very small package. Uh, several years ago, I injured my right knee bowling. Uh, one of my friends, who's not overly bright, made some reference to my age. Now, the reason I know he wasn't very bright, if he had thought about it that long, he would have realized that the other knee was exactly the same age as the injured one, and nothing was wrong with it, so obviously he's got nothing to do with it. Well, anyhow, uh, I was scheduled to speak the next night. 
Well, there was a large uh, group of people, about 3,000 were there, and uh, I walked out and, uh, on the platform, and as I did, uh, I was noticeably limping. I could almost hear and feel the audience saying, well, look at that old Zig is kind of crippled. But I know he's going to give it his best shot. Bless his heart. I know he's going to do it. Oh, I could just feel it coming from the audience. Well, they put that microphone around my neck, and I don't know the therapeutic value or the medicinal effect of a microphone around your neck as it relates to sore knees. But there's apparently some healing connection because when they put the mic around my neck, my knee quit hurting. And for the next 60 minutes, I was up and down, rounding about, stooping, squatting, shouting, hooping, hollering, doing all of the things I normally do. And I'm telling you, it thing went over well. When I got through, I took the microphone off, I stepped down off the platform and hit the deck. It collapsed. Now, let me ask you a question. Why did it not bother me at all for 60 minutes and all of a sudden then it goes astray on me and I have a little problem with it? Well, I think the answer is very simple. For 60 minutes, I was wrapped up in serving an audience. And then though I did not do this consciously, when I finished, I apparently thought, boy, I'm glad that's over. Now, Ziggler, you can think about yourself. And boom, that's when I hit the deck. I really am totally, completely convinced that you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. One of my favorite stories about 100 years ago, Andrew Carnegie, the first great industrialist our society produced, had 43 millionaires working for him. Now, 100 years ago, a millionaire was rich. They had money. And uh, a reporter uh, came to him and uh, said, uh, Mr. Carnegie, how on earth did you hire 43 millionaires? And he kind of smiled. He said, well, when I hired them, none of them were millionaires. He said, well, what did you do to develop them to the degree that they became so valuable to you that you could pay them enough money that they became millionaires? Carnegie taught us a tremendous lesson with his answer. He said, you develop people in exactly the same way you mine gold. When you go to a gold mine, you expect to move tons and tons of dirt to find an ounce of gold. But you don't go in there looking for the dirt. You go in there looking for the gold. Now that's an interesting uh, statement because you really do find what you look for. So many people, as I've said in early recordings, have been told so many times what they cannot do. They've been so heavily criticized, they really do not know what they can do. They don't know what they want because they do not know what's available for them. Now they can understand where you could get it, and you could get it, and you could get it, but poor little old me, there ain't no way. People who build winning relationships are what I call good finders. When we first moved to Dallas, in 1968, I met one of the most fascinating men I've ever met. His name is Walter Haley. Now, he was in the insurance business. In those days, 1968, uh, an insurance salesman, virtually all insurance was whole life. There wasn't much term insurance being sold in those days. A million-dollar producer was a pretty good producer. A two-million-dollar-a-year producer was uh, outstanding. Walter devised a plan and a method of marketing through these mammoth grocery warehouses through independent grocers that enabled his representatives to sell 10, 12, even $15 million worth of life insurance each year. Well, when I met him, he said, Zeke, I just want to show you something. 
I want to take you over and let you see one of these mammoth warehouses. He said, you won't believe how many grocers they can put under one roof. And he was absolutely right. I didn't know there was that much food in the world. Boy, I'll tell you, it's huge. We walked in the front door, and there was this huge switchboard, and this lady who was in charge of it, there were others, but he walked up to her, and he said, excuse me, Zig, just for a moment. He said, ma'am, he said, you know, I just wanted to tell you, you're absolutely the greatest on this switchboard I have ever seen. You make me feel when I call that you're just waiting on me to call, and it just makes me feel so good. Just want to tell you how much I appreciate you. She said, well, thank you, Mr. Haley. We walked on down uh, one of the corridors there. We got to this little office, and he said, just a minute, Zig, let's step in here for a second. We stepped inside, and there was this gentleman, and Mr. Haley stepped up, and he said, my name is Walter Haley. I have not met you, but I have been watching your results. You know, we haven't had a problem in this department since you took over. I just want you to know how much I appreciate you. And the guy said, well, Mr. Haley, I'll do the best I can. And Mr. Haley said, well, you're certainly doing a good job. Keep it up. Well, we walked upstairs, we walked into Mr. Haley's uh, outer office, and there his secretary was, and he walked over and said, Zig, shake hands with the greatest secretary who ever sat behind a desk. He said, I believe, and my wife believes, that she hung the moon. And, uh, you know, I'm just asking you right now, don't you ever take it down. I like it where it is. Oh, she said, Mr. Haley, you're mighty sweet to say that. Thank you very much. We walked in his office, and there sat one of his agents, and uh, Walter said, Zig, shake hands with the greatest insurance salesman to ever put on a pair of shoes. God said, oh, Walter, he said, you're just always full of that sort of thing, but I really like it. Keep it up. <laughs> the whole trip took less than 10 minutes. Now, let me emphasize something, as I've said in an earlier recording, and that is this. You never say something to somebody that you would not say behind their back whether it is good or bad, if you would not give that kind of a compliment behind their back, then you're talking about flattery. If it's sincere, however, then a compliment is literally verbal sunshine. Now, that whole extra trip took less than 10 minutes. How many of you believe, though, that as a result of those 10 minutes, that four people that day were more productive than they normally would be. Can I see your hand? How many of you would agree that it's better to have one person working with you than it is to have three people working for you? When you form a team, you can get more done. That's winning relationship. That really is what it's all about. It's being thoughtful of the people you're with and around. Do you sincerely give people praise? Do you notice and comment on the good work they are doing? This concept works at home as well as at work. Try it today and see whose day you can brighten. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. 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 Inspiring true performance.